0: Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we are going to be learning Korach Shishi, the sixth Aliyah in Pasha's Korach. Our Aliyah has a sum total of 24 Psukim and can be found from Perek Yudzain Chavhe to Perek Yudches Pasuk Chav. The main idea of our Aliyah is the 24 gifts of Kahuna. Let's do a basic overview and then we'll come back to some points to ponder. Basic ideas we see over here is Hashem tells Moshe to take the staff of Aaron and place it in front of the ark, in front of the Aaron as a sign to those who would rebel that their complaints should be annulled and they should not die. That's the first thing that happens. Moshe does so. Then Israel turns to Moshe and says, go, uh, you know, we're going to all die. <laughs> um, all the Bnei Israel says, Govanu, hang Govanu, avadnu, kulanu, avadnu, we're all dying because we're going to come close to the Mishkan and be hurt. So in response to this, Hashem turns um, to the, the um, to Aaron and his sons, and he says that they will bear the sins of the Migdash. He also tells the Levim that they need to be brought in, so they serve with the Kohanim to protect the Mishkan and the Mizbeach, so that no foreign person, Zara Karev, you must, that no one should come by and get uh, who should not be there you um, throw at the wrong time um, and, and God forbid um, be killed by heaven. This is to prevent further anger and Hashem reaffirms the closeness of the Leviim and the uh, and the by explaining that they actually receive special gifts So he tells Aaron that here are some of the gifts that he's going to receive. We hear about zifrei shalmet Sibor, parts of the sacrifices which are given to the community. There is Gezel Hager um, that means to say that if a, a, a person steals from a, a, a convert who has no relatives and that person dies and there's no one to return the item to, it goes to the kohen. Um, there's also kodeshe kadashim, which means certain higher level meats which are brought as a sacrifice, certain parts of those are eaten. We have truma gadolah, that's the, a part of the grain, about, a, about a, um, a, a, a 50th of the grain that a person gets from the field. One gives to, as, to the kohen as truma then there's the idea of chazay v'shoik, which is the chest and the thigh of the animal which is brought, is, is given to the kohen. We also have the grains and the oils which go to the kohen, the bikurim which go to the kohen, the, the cherem which means designated portions of land or items which are given to the kohen. firstborn animals which are non-kosher and need to be redeemed, firstborn kosher animals are brought to the Mizbach, and the chazay and shoik, the, the thigh and the chest go to the kohen, and also firstborn human beings are redeemed to the Koenim. So we hear about a whole list of those gifts given to the kohenim. And we're told that a few conditions apply, and that is that anybody who is pure in the coin's house can eat it. So it's not just the coin, but it's anybody in their house. So if a Israelite woman marries a coin, she is part of his house, she can eat from it, and that everybody has to be pure to eat it. And finally, we're told that the coin did not have a place in the Khelech Venachla, they did not have a place of land in Israel, because Hashem is their inheritance. This is a summary of the aliyah. A few basic points to ponder. Number one why is the staff of Aaron set in the Kodesh Kadoshim if it's meant to be a remembrance for all of B'nai Yisrael? Surely nobody's really going in there to see that remembrance. So the Malmim says the sign is both about Aaron and Shevet Levi, about the uniqueness of Aaron's name and the Shevet Levi, because it was his staff. The Mitzvah explains why specifically in the Kodesh Kadoshim, because it's less about making people remember, that's what the Mizbech, and the reason why the Mizbech has those Riku'ei Pachim, which are the covers of the pans of those who are in Karach's community, rather it's actually about, um, it, it, it is about reminding HaKadosh Baruch Hu that latent in potential B'nai Israel are people who are not necessarily bad people, they, these are just a small group, it's, it's so to speak more of a reminder to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Why are they still nervous about getting killed after all of this? Wasn't it clear that Korach and his community died because they were fighting against Hashem and his representatives? Why are they so worried now? So the Rashi explains they have not yet received the command that Zara Korayv, you must, that anybody who comes close will die. So they just don't know. They think it's a minefield. Wherever they go, they're going to die. So they have to be told that, no, it's within these parameters. You're allowed to, in these parameters, you're not allowed to. Rashi explains that they were concerned that a regular fellow coming to the Mishkan might step over the line and be killed. So they said, like, you know, it's going to be terrible, which is why the answer to that was that the Qadim and the Nivim will res- be responsible for that. They'll be take responsibility for making sure that the, the, the regulations will be kept and they'll bear the responsibility themselves. And finally, the Melbourne explains that now that they saw the power the Mishkan has and saw how much power is vested in the Mishkan, which is relatively new, they became very nervous. And therefore, they don't even want to enter the Mishkan, which is why this needs to be set up now. Another question, why is the next step of Zarah Korejumas? why is that the next step? Here, Hirashi explains that the Kohanim bear the responsibility for problems that happen in the Mishkan. They were concerned, Bnei Israel were concerned, well, we're, going to, we're, we're the victims here of all of this holiness. And Hashem says, no, 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 the ones who are the overseers are in fact, they're going to be the ones who are responsible. And therefore they will bear the consequences if there's a problem. Now why are the Matnois Why are all these gifts to the Kohanim being enumerated in our Aliyah? Rashi brings a mashal, a parable where a king gives a field to his friend. But then somebody lay, lays claim to that field and says, Ah, it belongs to me and starts squatting and it wants to take it away. So the king says, You know what, okay, you force me to I'm gonna write out a court order, I'm gonna to send a note to the court. He has a title deed of the land, and this is who it really belongs to. So Hashem says, You know what? Up till now you you're distrusting the Kohanim. You thought the Kohanim were in it for themselves. Well I'll send a title deed and I'm going to write out, these are the things you owe them because I demand that you serve them. I demand that you give them the honor required to give them. That's why the Matnos Kuhuna are being reaffirmed over here. In fact, how many are there? So in total, Rashi quotes, there are 24 Matnos Kuhuna which are being given over here, and these are these differentiate these give a distinction between the Kohenim and the rest of the hamdrum, the rest of the populace. Um, the Chizkuni says that that that's first you hear in this Aliyah about the responsibility, and then the rights. So first, well, they have to look out for the Mishkan and the Migdash and they bear responsibility. That's the responsibility, and then you hear about the rights, which are their gifts, which support them in doing such as well. The Malbim also points out that they were giving matanot before now, but on a more voluntary basis. Then Korach then came along and said, "Hey, this is not fair. Why are we not getting this as well? We're a Levim." says, okay, I'm going to formalize this relationship and I'm going to explain to you exactly how it works. And that's what's being said over here. What exactly are the matnas? 24 matnas Kohona? I listed the ones which are evident in the Pshat of the Pshukim. But to list all 24 of them, there's actually the way that the the Bachai breaks them down is that there are 10 which are outside of Yerushalayim, 4 in Yerushalayim and 10 in the migdash So let's go through them very, very briefly. There's the Chatas behema the Chatas A'if, those belong to the Kohen. The Ashram Vada, the Ashram Toloi, Cheshalim tzibur lugshemel shalim zarah shte alechem lechavapani upon him shiray menachos and moisar haemer those are all the ones which are in the mikdash okay those ten gifts belong to the kohen they are brought to the mikdash then there are four in ruishlim and those are bechorim bikurim. The ayl Nazir, the, the the ram brought by Nazir at the end of his service and the Ores kadoshim the skins of kadoshim and the ten which are bigvulin which means outside of Yerushalayim, is truma truma trumas meiser Khala, reishes agays that's the first of the shearings matnayis um, which are the zreilah chaim and keba which are the specific parts of the animal pigeon aben the the, the the they have the right to do the pigeon aben Pater Chamor, the Redemption of the of the Firstborn donkey stay When a field in a, um, goes back or in um, after the Yovel, um, there's the possibility of the coin being a beneficiary. stay stay cherim field, which is donated to the base of Migdash, which goes to the coin and Gesel HaGer, So those are the twenty-four, as the of Bachaya outlines it. All of these not not being all of them consistent all at one time, but adding up together to create a support system essentially attacks to support the spiritual leaders of the community. With this, we close the sixth aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.